Hello and welcome to another wonderful week of Casa Time with me, Mike and Nana. How you doing, Nana? I'm just about to light some incense. Ah, make the the rose smell incensely fresh. And Nana is back from her trip. Did you say incensely fresh? And incensely fresh. Yes, <laughs> I've created a new word there. Freshness. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Nana's back from her trip and she's back in the studio with us. Yes, I, I am. Yeah, I hear her house. Did you miss <laughs> my beautiful face? Yes, I did. I mean, oh. it was... It was you know, it was alright on the phone, but you know, it's, it's, it's not the challenge. same. You can't challenge being here in the same room, innit? No. Anyway, yeah. anyway, how your week been so far? It's been good. Good, good, good. It's gone by very, very quickly. Mm, mm. I feel like we just did this. Well, we just did on Wednesday, so technically... Oh, yeah. It's, been quite... <laughs> <laughs> it's been not been that much. It's, it's literally Saturday, so it's not that many days since we did this. But mm. normally it's a week gap, but no, nah, there's no week gap here. We're just getting straight back on it. Um... Um, yeah, so yeah, my week's been tiring. I've, I basically, I, I work Saturday school, so when I came back today, I just went straight to sleep. And yeah, that's how my week's been. But yeah, um, so um, Nana, have you seen anything this week in the news or any current affairs stuff you would like to talk about before we get to our main topic? My, 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 my good, good friend. <laughs> I don't know you, but I consider you to be my friend. What is going on with you, Cat? Cat, uh, come on, Cat. Cat. Uh, at what point do we say, you know, we have to, <laughs> we have to say this, this. I don't know what what we can do to help Cat here. We, I don't know, because he's really, really, really. What's been going been on through, with Cat? What's the what is week? the update okay. on Cat? So. Um, last I heard, he's got into an altercation with his security guard or bodyguard or something, and got his uh, gave his assistant a baseball bat to like beat him up or something like that. Uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He gave his assistant a bit ba- a baseball bat to beat up who? His bodyguard. Oh, I thought he meant to beat himself up. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at this point. <laughs> I wouldn't be. It's like, what are you smoking, Cap? Beat me, yeah. beat me up. Can I have that shit? Can I have some of that shit? I don't want none of that. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, want none so of that. His assist- yeah, so he gave his assistant a baseball bat to, you know, beat his security guard up. Um, he There was a video of him, um, I don't know if we talked about this last time, um, mm. there was a video of him Attacking someone in the club and getting stomped out. Oh no, he yeah. didn't. No. Yeah, he ba- yeah he basically there's a video of him running. Um, they basically trying to jump someone, running into him fist fist, and or swinging and then go, going down the floor and just getting stomped on by this guy and the rest of of his crew, I guess. But to be fair, he started it. But I don't I don't know what's going on with Cat. You know. Then there's a story about him brandishing a gun to like four women. <gasps> yeah. Yep. Apparently they, I don't know, they, yeah, they got into an altercation or something like that, and he was brandishing a gun to them. They said he said he took the gun out because they said they had a gun, mm. and they have it on video, and they're gonna release the video. Obviously, probably with the right, you know, that TMZ money, make that TMZ money, then they release the video, and yeah, Cat has been in the news. He has, he's out there doing his thing. Yeah, but it's not the right thing, is not, it? <laughs> definitely not the right thing. <laughs> it's yeah. not really the thing we expect from Cat nah, Williams, is I, it? Oh. Why do they always end up in madness? Remember when Martin Lawrence uh, was like in the middle of the road, um, waving his gun, saying that like trying to kill me, they're trying to kill me, and then he tried to style it. I said, "Oh, I had a nervous breakdown." Mm. Why do they always go through that? Like, and then what about Dave Chappelle when he like ran to Africa? Yeah, they all go. Where, the, where in Africa did Dave? Everyone knows he's gone to Africa. Where did Africa did he go? Because Africa's not like it's a big big place. Knew. What? I just what just found the biggest bush she could find and hid in the middle of it. Wow. Yeah. And he just stayed there with nothing. Yeah. He, I, I, he, he, you expect me if he didn't go to a five star hotel and there's, you know, in a, maybe in a secluded country. This is yes. Africa we're talking about. Mm. There's no five star hotels in Africa. Yes, there are. I'm joking, Michael. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I missed that sarcasm completely, completely over my head. But yes, you got so defensive. Five star hotels in Africa, <laughs> just for those people that believed it, like me. Yeah, they are. But yeah, he was in the bushes, the village, yeah, mm. mud huts, yeah, yeah swinging from trees. 
But yeah, um, yeah. Where did he go? Yeah, I, th- you know, there's there is something to say about comedians and you know comedy tragedy thing, kind of mm. they're all depressed and things like that. So mm. maybe some of his demons are haunting him at this moment in time. I just hope he's okay. I think he's okay. But yeah. So, but <laughs> do you want to talk, add anything more to no, that? No, I just, I just like I said, please, cat, don't die. <laughs> I still want to see you in a show. I have to see you live, you know. It's Aww. all about me. Yeah, you know? just use Stay alive so I can see you, cat. Forget about Once you. Once I've better. seen you, then do you what can... you need to do. Like, <laughs> you can them. Yeah, I don't care. Oh. So we call this episode Plus Cat Williams, Please Die Now. <laughs> no, because I haven't seen him. <laughs> <laughs> you make it, you somehow make it worse. I just said, please die, and he just made it worse by it. No, I haven't seen him yet. Then he can die after I see him. Oh, come to what? Come to London, Cat Williams. Yeah, yeah basically, that'd be amazing. <laughs> it would be. It would be the line. Would be. I would go and see Cat Williams. Oh, you know you would. I would. I would. I'd be the first one in line. Exactly. It's like, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, man. I, I do like Cat Williams. He's a hilarious comedian and great storyteller. So it's just. It's, I hope he just comes out this one unscathed. He's fine, you know, and everything. He didn't go in unscathed. So mm-hmm. how can he come out unscathed? Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Oh, come out in a better place than he is right now. I hope. So he's. I mean, he's before he was doing his thing. It was touring. It was making his money. You know, that was what I thought he would. And then you he know, still is stuff. doing that. It's mm. just it's the extracurricular activities mm, yeah, that's the problem. That's concerning us. But yeah. You know, mm. I still okay. believe he's making his money. Cause oh, absolutely, he's making his money. He's yeah. making his money. I know he's making his money. Mm. I'm sure every tour he goes around America's out sold out. Come on, of course on. it is. Them jokes, the classic, them classic. Um, this ship right here, oh. <laughs> that line. <laughs> this ship right here. Oh god. I every couple of years I just watch all his stand up. Yeah. Like back to back, just to remember how good he was. Like I think my favorite one still is the one um, that first one where he's wearing the green suit. That's the sort of shit, isn't that? Yeah, the... yeah, yeah, that's that shit right yeah. here. Yeah. The clip to chronic. It's <laughs> called <laughs> <Score>. death, nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna hit it and die. <laughs> nah. Hit the shit you would hit for weeks. <laughs> He's like, baby, baby's calling me in the kitchen. Daddy, I can't hear I can't hear shit. Oh god, Cat Williams is a man. He's funny. Oh He's funny. Man. And we actually said me and Nana said we would go and see him. Yeah, when we we were first were watching him back in the day, mm. and we said we will if he came to London, we would be first in line to buy. Definitely, so let's put some good vibes out there. Cat Williams, we're fans. We need you out here, man. We yeah. need you in London. We need you alive. Yep, doing your thing in yes. London. Yes, so we can selfishly listen and yes. laugh. Then you can die. Yes, <laughs> laugh at some weed jokes, you know, mm. and some other jokes, mm. but mostly the weed jokes. Mostly the weed jokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you can do what you need to do. Because mm. I don't need to see you twice. No. You yeah. don't need to see you, no. No. Do you go to concerts? Um, no. The last concert I went to was like three years ago, Rihanna. So no, not really, no. I'm not really... I went, it was weird enough, I'm not even that big of a fan of music, but say I won't oh, listen. Yeah, I forgot who I was talking to. But I'm not really the biggest fan of music. Like, music does not emote, I can't really understand people saying music emotes feelings and stuff like that. That's because really... you have none. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but other things emote feelings for me. I find good films would emote feelings for me, it's just music doesn't connect to me in that way. But I, I, I you know, I understand that's how people, other people connect to music, but I just don't. I wonder if men have the same sort of reaction to music as women do. Like, we love to listen to slow jams and, like, heartbreak music. Like, do men... Like, say you break up with a girlfriend, do men sit, like, in their room under their duvet and listen to, like, Whitney Houston? I thought not. However, some of my friends... have said... Not one, I guess one of my friends did say that um, he was listening to a lot of Usher when he broke up with really? his girl. Yeah, oh. let it burn, <laughs> let it burn, 
that was him and his friend. His friend had his other friend had broken up with his girl at the same time, so they were both listening to that song a lot together. Together, I know. No, bit, stop it. It's a bit weird. I don't know. Were they hugging each other and crying while Usher was playing? They were sinking into each other. <laughs> you got it, you got it bad when you're all alone. I don't know the rest of the words. Hang up yeah. and you call right back. I was right there in the room singing with them. them you save me, you save me. I love it, I love it. You got my back. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah, so but I I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. I think men we will probably be a bit more dismissive. Not obviously those feelings are existing. You're hurt. You're mm. annoyed. You're upset. Whatever you're feeling, but you would rather bury that in going out with your friends or forgetting about. Do. Yeah. yeah, or that's what you're taught. You're conditioned to think men do. So mm-hmm. that's what you have to do. You just have to bury it. Whatever way you do it, whether you have to go out or whatever, we we have to go and smoke. Or Find drink another or girl. Yeah. Find another girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Whatever way you do, you just bury it. Yeah. It's better. It's better actually acting and pretending that that didn't affect you in a way than actually acknowledging it. Mm. Mm. Particularly with with a girl messing you up like that. Mm. Yeah, some men I guess are a bit more open to accepting their true feelings about that. Yeah, I asked because uh, I saw on Facebook. Uh, Jill Scott is coming to London. Oh wow! Yeah, I've never seen her before, but I'd love to go and see her. Okay. Yeah, I've only been to one concert. I went to see Lauren Hill at the O2 Center. Oh yeah, I think you told me that. Mm, that's the mm. uh, that's the only concert that I've been to, mm. and even that one was quite small. I think I don't have anything else to compare it to, but. From what I see on TV and stuff, it was very small. It's kind of low, low, yeah. low thing. Okay, um, so how was Lauren Sh- Lauren Hills? Well, she was late. <laughs> how am I not surprised? I don't even. I don't even. Want very. To be she was there. like a good. I'm not surprised. One hour late. I'm not surprised. What yeah. Is, what's she doing? Read some poems down the road in the jazz cafe, and she started suddenly realized she was 15 minutes late to her own concert or something. I don't know. I just imagine her doing something like that. Oh, I don't know. Writing the lyrics to her next album that will never come out. I don't know. What, what was the excuse? Did she even give an excuse? She just Do came you like Lauren Hill? No, I love Lauren Hill. <laughs> because I just imagine she just be just like that. I can see the bitterness just rolling out <laughs> of your mouth. <laughs> I love Lauren Did Hill. Did you see the way I was looking the at you? The of Lauren Hill is one of the best albums, period, ever. Mm. However, Lauren Hill... I don't know what happened. What happened? I don't know what, how she, she she didn't you know kind of have released. You know what happened, Michael? Stuff. What life? <laughs> life happened. <laughs> oh, I'm just looking at you like you, could you? I like I'm saying. I just imagine her just being a bit like I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I guess I guess life. I other things being more okay. In, music is not interesting anymore. I don't like the industry anymore. Fuck music. Like where you could just done your little thing on an indie in on an indie flex and you know please some of your fans, but boy, you do realize own. that she has a life. She's got children. I know. I know she has children. So you're saying that everything else sh- should come after mm. what her fans want, mm. whereas they're just living their mm. life mm. Um, and they listen to your um, song for three minutes. Did you, we did say Cat Williams could die as, after he gave us his last yeah, stand up to us. <laughs> so I guess Lorraine Hill goes into the category. Just give us what, want, um, what we want, then you can fuck Don't off. Don't you understand? <laughs> Cat Williams is a man and Lorraine Hill is a woman. Mm. So obviously <laughs> I'm different. going to back her. <laughs> am I not? <laughs> the, he... <laughs> I okay. thought that was Touché. obvious. Touché. At least you're honest with your, <laughs> with your fuckery. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a pity that, you know, there's these legends of talent out there that, I don't know, they could be doing so much more that we, you know, we could be experiencing and enjoying, but they're not, so. But yeah. They're how doing was... the best that they can do. <laughs> Their work's in progress. It's work, okay, okay. You know, I don't know why we just seem to feel like they have to be perfect. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. I don't think we want them to be. We just want what we want. I guess we're we're demanding and selfish. We yeah. we want what they gave us before. The, mm-hmm. And the probably thing the thing is they probably won't be ever be able to reach what they gave us before because it's like in our our minds we've 
sentimentalized it so much that even what they give us, it could be just as good or even mm. better. But we're just so, um, because like for instance, I'm listening to Kanye West's album at the moment, and I was telling people about it, and everyone goes, "Oh, it's a good college dropout," and I'm like, "College dropout is a classic, and it's it's." It's so big in people's minds that no matter what he released, it will never touch that. Mm-hmm. So even if I was to say it was better, you'd be like, yeah, and you whatever. went to listen to it, yeah, you wouldn't even believe that or whatever. So then why bother ask? So, you know, that is the the kind of mountain they're judged on, which mm-hmm. I don't think is kind of fair. It's just, it's a pity. That's how it's set, though, you know. Even that, when you were saying that, it reminds me of even just being in a relationship where in the beginning you do 200% mm. so then afterwards when you kind of settle back into who you really are mm. it's now you're not doing what you used to do so you, you don't love I mean? me yeah mm. it's the same thing that we're saying right now <laughs> it's so true it's so true it's so true we put oh man we, we can't, why can't we just love things for what they are at mm. that moment in time mm. so in terms of people not being able to judge things on its own merit and actually always just comparing it to the thing they loved about that person mm. it's, a, it's a pity that certain people are always going to be kind of trapped in that so maybe <laughs> maybe you shouldn't make something so great straight away straight mm-hmm. away make 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 the great thing your last thing <laughs> sorry make the great thing your one of your last things you make or just see everyone as great like mm. do you see what i mean accept that as great and then keep it moving until the next great one don't yeah. just get stuck on that one judge it by its own merits yeah if it's great in that period in time it's great if it's not it's not like yeah so yeah just <laughs> judge it by its own merits don't compare it to anything else no so have you got anything to add to that or should we move to the main topic let's move on okay so this week's main topic is in regards to what we have learnt on our journey. So me and Nana have been on, I guess, personal enlightenment and journeys on just learning about us, more about ourselves and about the world and things like that. And um, I don't know, why am I even explaining your journey? I just, just say, let me just say mine. Okay, and obviously <laughs> you can kind of bring your, your what you think about your journey in. So taking over so, yet again. Am um, I taking over? <laughs> Go someone has to speak here. <laughs> um, so in terms of my journey, I, obviously I'm getting married soon. You know, I'm going to be a husband. Um, hopefully, in future father as well. And um, and in terms of things in my life that I want to improve or things I want to you know work on, it's just about learning for me. So obviously, um, I've been listening to a lot of audio books recently. And they've kind of been self, you know, self-help, self, self-guidance books and things like that. Just learned about things. So obviously, I took a lot about the love languages, and that was something that I feel I've learned about about you know, which is very interesting. Which I never really, I kind of knew, but I never really could put my finger on it. And reading that book kind of pinpointed it for me. And even reading about per- personal health and well-being, and then reading a book about um, um, being able to guide your emotions logically. And things like that. All I think, all these things to prepare myself for married life and my life in the future <laughs> as well. So funny. Sorry. It's just the way you said, um, guide my emotions logically so I can mm. prepare myself for marriage. Mm. <laughs> that just sounded funny. <laughs> like, it's going to be some tough shit going down yeah, in marriage. It's marriage. It's just the nature, mm. that's the nature of marriage. No, no I know, I know, I know. It's not always roses, unfortunately. No, no, it's, 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 it's mm. a balance. It's, you've got to have... Definitely. The bad to appreciate the good, you know. Mm. So it all adds up. So Nana, mm. well, why did you go on your personal journey of enlightenment? Um, I think it got to a point where I was seeing the same things happen over and over again, and I finally realised that yo, it might actually be me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's causing all this nonsense and it's not everybody else mm. like I was so prone to say oh it's this person's fault it's that person's fault if it wasn't for that person then I would do this and if it wasn't for this person then I would have that you know and then I thought no <laughs> it can't always be everybody mm. you know so 
there's always something that kind of starts you off. I can't really remember oh. what exactly it was, but tell a lie. I do. What was it? I had this really freaky moment. I was sleeping on my sofa and um, <laughs> I'd left the TV on. And you know, uh, Rihanna, mm. um, Umbrella, mm. it was on the TV. Mm. But I was like drifting off to sleep and it sounded demonic. Like, I I felt like it was like spirits were coming out of the TV or something. Shut up. No, I swear down, I, it, it really freaked me out to the point where I had to turn off the TV and like run to my bed. It was that bad. Like, it just, it sounded so, like it, even just thinking about it freaks me out. It sounded really off. Mm-mm. So then um, I went to YouTube. My you another, saw that. Oh. And then I, do you remember the video? Oh, that was too scary. <laughs> I stopped watching it halfway through because I, I, I can be uh, like, I feel like I'm not scared at jump scares and stuff, but yeah. when something's actually truly sinister, I shit myself. I'm sorry, but I'm like, no, I'm too 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 sissy for this. I'm yeah, sorry. Just, I remember, nah. Do you remember? I came to I'm show you. This shit. I I'm not watching this. I'm not inviting this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what started it off. Oh, wow. So then I started like reading into the Illuminati and all this mm. kind of stuff and... And then it's just like, you know, just kind of snowballs from there. So, yeah. yeah, that is that is what started it off, I remember. Oh, okay. Mm. It's really good. That's interesting. Mm. Okay, so... Um, it's I, so funny. I completely forgot that we watched that together. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't want to watch that again. Think about how long ago that was, Michael. Probably about four years ago, three, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Very long time ago. Mm. But what... Okay, so what... I don't know if you, if you agree with this format, but maybe I was thinking I will read one of my rules that I've come to, and then you read one of your rules. That's exactly what I was thinking. Ah, perfect. Mm. Great minds. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. My first rule, okay, is... Um, Do they have to be rules? Reflections, maybe. Thank is that better? Yeah, I the, don't like be- rules. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so my first reflection Thank is um, number one: be self-reflective and reflective of others. Do not underestimate the impact of things of, of on things that happened to you in your childhood. Show emotional control. And what I mean is that I feel reading some of the stuff I've read and 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 thinking about it, um, there is kind of like with the authors I'm reading in particular, there is kind of a self-reflective sort of thing, and even even the kind of fitness one I was reading the book I was reading about talking last week there is a sort of self-reflection of their own flaws and who they are and what they are and there's an acknowledgement of that and I feel like that is kind of a a very mature thing to do because it's a hard thing to do and and obviously I work in a school and children aren't reflective children aren't gonna like a child will take the piss out or make fun of another child even though they will have similar or the same problems as them like you have you have children taking the piss out of the kids and calling them stupid oh you're so dumb blah 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 but you the, the person saying that is not that dumb it's not that intelligent themselves but mm. they just do it to to make themselves feel better obviously about themselves but in order to be so very self-reflective of yourself I feel you have to be to, to, to adults are better at doing it mm. are going to be better at doing it and and it's one of those things that's a hard thing to do because almost you have to almost humble yourself and kind of look as to why you're like this and what are your flaws and why they continue to happen and it's not the easiest thing to do to say yeah this happens to me or i do this because of something you know because i'm selfish or because i'm like my my fiance says i'm i'm emotionally selfish and i have to really think about okay what makes me emotionally selfish i'm not considerate of her feelings or her emotions i think of certain things or whatever i need to think as to why am i am i emotional emotionally selfish what in my childhood has made me emotional self you're selfish and I can't even if I find oh my mum did something that made me emotionally selfish or my sister did something or um, I still have to be self-reflective as in you know why am I perpetuating this why is it still affecting me and stuff and it's a hard thing to do because you're self-criticising yourself and no one likes criticism Mm-mm. no one likes criticism it's not an easy thing to do but it shows a level of maturity you have to you have to and and I feel like also in marriage, how it relates to marriage. In marriage, when you're mar- you're gonna be married to someone, you're gonna have to say, okay, 
I piss her off in this way, I do that, blah, 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 I do this, and not just say, because there's a lot of people who maybe in their marriage they have problems, like, oh, it's her, it's her, it's him, it's him. No relationships even, it's him, it's him, He, she has a problem, she fixed herself, we'd be fine. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> and you were perfect, in all ways. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I didn't miss that sarcasm. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, so it is very important to be reflective of yourself and also of others. Now, we always have a tendency to criticise people in our lives, maybe our parents or our siblings, our spouses or whatever, that they made us do this. Oh, it's your fault you did this. It's your fault you did... Like, if you hadn't done this to me my childhood, I wouldn't have been like this and blah, blah, blah. And rather have to be reflective of them and, and put ourselves in their shoes, maybe, okay... Maybe they were a single parent in that situation and they had to do this thing or maybe this is what the best they thought they could do or that's all they knew to do as to raise you in that way. And that's, that's the only way we can get to a level of forgiveness, self-reflection and forgiveness of ourselves, of these people to move forward. Because if we're always saying, oh, if you weren't like this, you weren't like that, you can never move on. You will never be able to move on for looking for blame. Mm-hmm. So essentially you just basically not look for blame. Be self-reflective and be open. I feel like there's an element of something happened to you and you couldn't handle it. Mm. And your body somehow repressed that emotion. Mm. Do you understand? So you have to get to the bottom of what you were feeling at that point in time Mm. to be able to understand it. Once you're able to understand it and then forgive, then you can let that feeling go. Mm. And that emotion that was trapped now is gone do you see what i mean and it doesn't affect you anymore Mm. so however however it was a trigger before it's that's no longer there Mm. you know so but and a way of doing that is through self-reflection definitely definitely Mm. that's just basically you going within and figuring shit out in your Mm. head you know why being open honest yeah why you do what you do why you say what you say you know Mm. Mm. And it, and I'm gonna be honest. It does help if your partner is can, is able to be self-reflective as well. So also encourage your partner or whatever. Because if you're gonna be vulnerable in that state and kind of be vulnerable with yourself, rather than you know high bury all this stuff in there and pretend it's it's the world's fault, then it's a lot more easier with someone that's also looking at themselves and being reflecting themselves, selves to be reflective with yourself. So maybe even talk about you know. I know I'm like this, I know, and I'm trying, I'm working at it, and I'm, you know, I can, as an adult, see that I do this, and I need to work on, there's something that I need to work on. Mm. I feel it's a very mature thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's good, it is good if your partner, obviously, in an ideal situation, you would be by yourself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To Absolutely. work mm. out most of the shit. <laughs> the know? shit, yes. The buried shit. Yeah, the deep down buried shit. But um, if you're with someone, and I I would think that as you are changing, you know, mm. they would also be changing because of the way you interact with them. Mm. And they can see that you're not doing the things that you used to do. So maybe any resentment that they had built up towards you will now sort of go away. Dissipate, yeah. Yeah, dissipate, exactly. Yeah, okay. Have you got anything else to add? No. I'm done with that point. Okay, you want to go in your (laughs) point? As long as you're done, okay. It is is rolling points. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. My one is think before you speak. Mm. You know, I I know I used to just talk. I think, or I still do, but (laughs) if I'm talking to someone, I try to be more mindful of what I say and how it's going to be perceived by that person rather than I want to say this kind of I don't really care how you take it because <laughs> that's not very nice you know be a bit more you have to get you have to know the person so you know how to speak to them you know mm. you know what will um make them happy or what will make them sad and you know those kind of things whereas before I didn't care mm. you know I didn't care as long as I got to say what I wanted to say. Because mm-hmm. it's all about me, mm. you know? Yeah. What if what if the person is 
extremely sensitive. Mm-hmm. So do you have to kind of be, be okay? Are you trying to say you have to be receptive to that sensitivity? Mm-hmm. Like they're overtly sensitive for an adult. Like they care what people think. Who is so. this person to me? Because uh, there's only so much that I can do, Michael. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> there's, there's so depends, it really depends. Okay, so if this was a good friend, okay. But if it wasn't, okay. You give me two examples. If it was a good right friend, and then a not so good friend. If it's a good friend, I will tolerate your sensitivity to a point. I won't take it to the point where I now can't be me. Do you understand? Mm. So I will, I will, I would say I, I, I understand you're a sensitive person. So I will maybe certain jokes that I would crack with other people. I wouldn't crack with yeah. you because I know you'll be able to take it. <laughs> you see what I mean? I will be more soft with you. Whereas yeah. with you, I can be me. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. But I will, uh, like my friend, like exactly like my friend who I, I just, I went to stay with her for a couple of days. She's very sensitive. So you have to kind of. So I have to like, Nana, Nana with the edges. <laughs> You know, smoothed over. You sandy paper and you smooth your body. <laughs> no, it is. I had to like, smooth. you know, lower the voice and be, oh, you know, soft nana. Yeah, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, I can do mm. that. I'm glad you feel that way with me that like you could just be yourself. Oh yeah, like, yeah, that's definitely. Really good. That's... You could take it, bro. Yeah, I know you I can know, take yeah. it. You know yeah. me. <laughs> I love. I, I love the. No, I love the human. I love. I, the thing is, I I feel like I gravitate to people that are quite honest and kind of open mm. and stuff like that and, and if this is the truest reflection of yourself I feel mm. like I gravitate to you because I feel more of a connection to mm. you and particularly exactly. with you Nana but yeah that's you know, that's your voice <laughs> thank you that's, that's, that's your voice and that's all, who you are and blah 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not a sensitive person so <laughs> <laughs> but um, definitely I could be I could be a sensitive person maybe yeah. I am maybe mm. and some circumstances maybe I am mm. be self reflective rule one what, what? <laughs> when, when, when that zinc touches you yeah, yeah. <laughs> no let's leave let's leave that okay <laughs> I don't know if you want to bring that up now or later no. <laughs> leave that to the end okay that's an inside joke so we need to kind of move on quickly <laughs> do you want to add anything to that no no I really like that one. Next one okay um, number two, I don't want to label this point to, because we had a whole podcast on it, but obviously it's just something I've learned in my reflection, so I'm going to say it anyway. Learn to love others in the way they need to be loved. Love language applies to both adults and children, and, and and to recognize that our ideas of love are vastly different. Love languages, everyone has different language. Love languages, appreciate them whether it's a child or an adult. Appreciate them for what they for what they are. Do not give them love the way you feel or you understand love is. We all different. Have you got anything to that? Boom. Boom. Well, moving on. We've talked a lot about it and we will talk a lot about it. So, you know. Okay. You don't need to label that point. Um, ask for exactly what you want. And today I was thinking, because um, my son, what did he do? He asked me a question, but he didn't ask me the question. Like, he knew the answer he wanted, but he didn't ask me a question that would get him that answer. You see what I mean? Like, say for instance, you need ten pound. You're supposed to say, "Can I have ten pounds?" But he'll be like, "Ah, oh, I need money." Do you see what I mean? Mm. So he's not actually asking for what he wants. You just kind of softly, gently. Yeah, softly and you don't it. have like, because you can do that, but then you can't be upset if you don't get the ten pounds. Mm. Whereas if you know you need ten pounds, just say, "I need ten pounds." And then you're gonna get it. Do you see what I'm mm. trying to say? Okay, yeah. So yeah. basically, you know, I thought what you need to do is think of the answer that you want to hear, and then formulate the question around that answer. Mm. So then you you know what you're gonna get. So you you can't. You, I'm trying to understand it. I'm, so you can't any also misinterpretations. You yeah, can't there's not no get what you want. Yes, there's no there's no room for error. Mm. You know. Mm. So, but then you have to be clear on what you want first because mm. a lot of the times we're not clear so when we do ask we don't even know what we want mm. so then when we get back maybe half of what we wanted it's not really what we wanted we're not we're not happy because mm. it's not what we wanted but mm. we weren't clear within ourselves mm. so and even even to add to that point when you're with your partner you want them mm. to do something but you don't you say oh he should know she should know exactly it's absolute nonsense mm. we don't know no how can men we know, do not know if you haven't told them i well, know it's so stupid 
but you should know if you love me, you know. I'm like that's that that is the the most immature response to anything in the world. <laughs> I won't but go that far. I'm, but... I'm exaggerating for comic effect there, but um, but yeah, it is immature because no one knows what's going on in your brain. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that no. was funny. Um. No, no one knows knows what's happening in your brain. So no, apart at the end of the day, you. exactly. And most of us don't even know what's happening in our no. own brains. Brain, yeah, that was that's deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. So true. Mm. So, go, you, anything else to add to that one? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, number three, aspirations. And your ambitions are should be guided by your logic and fueled by your passion. Now, people may not agree with me. People will, will, will not. Whatever. Um, I have made a point here, um, here on the podcast that sometimes the weirdest things, including fear, can guide certain people's aspirations. In terms of, and we also had a debate about obviously whether that's healthy or not. That's a completely different discussion. But what I I want to make by this point is that there's a lot of people that have a lot of have dreams of it we all have dreams we all have dreams and ambitions and goals and we use we are maybe sometimes only fueled by passion or 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 just logic and i feel like there has to be a balance in those things so for instance a lot of people who i've read or have heard about or you know seen interviews for about their 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 dream they're living right now or their what their goal or their great success is based on the fact that maybe something happened to fuel their passion or or something in their lives made them realize whether it be they were homeless at one point in time sleeping in someone's car someone one, one some time or 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 whatever they had in there or they came from a small town and they wanted to leave and live in new york city or whatever they wanted to do they were fueled by some sort of circumstance in life which fueled their passion but also the the logic was and the hard work they did to get there there was very much part of the journey which we don't really ever see we just see the passion sometimes and it has to be kind of i think there has to be kind of a balance in those things so we all have goals and dreams and hopefully you would have to be passionate about your goals and dreams but also appreciate the logic behind getting to that because there's a amount of people are like okay i worked for free for this amount of time i lived out of a car and <laughs> i'm like success now and i'm not saying everyone has to do that but they they saw what they wanted and they went for it quite aggressively and they're willing to sacrifice a lot for those things and I have a lot of admiration for that and it's kind of like it it feeds into the point that there is journeys to everything we shouldn't just look at the success and say oh they were just passionate about something and they were just good at it I don't even think talent sometimes is just having talent is enough it's the obviously passion but there has to be some logical planning behind that passion as well so yeah that's my point. You've anything to add to that? Well, I... Not really. I say it's quite, quite a solid point there. Bum. What can I really say to that? We've, mm. we've, we've had that discussion. Mm. Okay, cool. I'm going to move on to your next um, one. Stop assuming the worst. Mm. Have faith in the universe. Everything will be provided when required. Mm. Nice. Yeah. I've, that's what I've done. You know, stop worrying about a lot of stuff. I just feel that if I need it, I will get it. And I do. And it's a lot much, uh, a lot easier, I should say. Mm. Than always being stressed. And then when you're stressed, you're taking it out on your partner, you take it out on your children, take it out on yourself. It's not necessary. And it is quite insulting, you know. To the universe and talk to they, God. Yeah, that you don't believe that. That you happen. don't believe that everything's going to be okay. Why wouldn't it be? It has been up to this point because you're still here. You know, but you don't really think about that. Touche. Mm-hmm. So, just let shit go. It's true. Mm. Like, every single time I'm slightly worried about money, i.e., oh, there's like, oh, I've got to do this. And I'm, you know, I feel like God opens an opportunity for me mm-hmm. to open money, whether it be tutoring kids mm-hmm. or you know, money on the weekend, or like, mm-hmm. there's always an opportunity, and now I'm like, like, thinking, like, I'm doing so much, I want to turn down money, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it just opens, <laughs> turn down turn money, turn down eh? money, because I want to, you know, I want a bit of time okay. for myself, or whatever, but, 
I'm, I'm not saying I'm rich, obviously. I'm just saying that, you know, this God seems to be opening more avenues for mm-hmm. me to earn more money when I'm quite tight with money. So it's just, it's, it, it's it, again, if you have belief and faith in that, or the universe, yeah? yeah. And, and it's just, any time something is needed, somehow it's there. Mm. So true. It's just, it's amazing. But you have to be open to it. You have to be... Ready to receive it. Ready to receive it. Willing to see it, you know? Mm. It's there. It's amazing. So, yeah. Mm. And and even, like, I feel like quite successful, wealthy people have a very different mindset from from other people. In terms of... (laughs) Yes, I know Captain Obvious here. But (laughs) the point I'm trying to make is that the mindset of think about how we look at the world we walk out you're walking down the street you're looking around you're like whereas i'm looking at the world and saying oh i need to get to work i need to do this i need to make money blah blah, blah. um i need to pay this bill and it's very rigid mm-hmm. it's very structured and rigid i need to make this money because my rent is this part mm-hmm. of my, my, my money in a, in a month and my bills are this a month and oh i need this a bit of extra money to pay for this maybe i get a credit card and pay it off every month of our block it's not very expansive view mm-hmm. of the world it's very rigid it's been taught it's you been live like what yeah by every month mm. you live on a month to month basis and that's all you know yeah whereas someone who maybe saw their parents start their own business or or not even yeah even saw their parents start their own business and their business maybe was a small scale business and didn't really was always just a small scale family business would think okay i need this is how i earn money I work but it may be a bit bigger than yours it's not necessarily big but I'm just mm. saying it's a bit maybe a bit more bigger than yours and I think of someone who is like a complete I always struggle with entrepreneur <laughs> and just sees opportunity everywhere like how am I going to make money mm-hmm. looking at the world everything looking mm-hmm. around and say oh this is amazing there's this is no so many boundaries. people yeah. there's no boundaries there's, there's no, no boundaries. Been, there's no taught uh, boxing mm-hmm. of their thoughts mm-hmm. So imagine how much they're able to achieve in mm-hmm. that sort of spectrum of. You don't have to life. imagine; we see it. Mm. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, we see it's, it. It's just fantastic. Just mm-hmm. the, the the crazy nature of of just even the power of thought mm-hmm. and being able to receive things mm-hmm. and being like, okay, where are my opportunities? Oh my God, there's so many opportunities here. Mm-hmm. Which not even where are my opportunities? Which opportunity to pick? Yes, <laughs> that's because there's so many. many. Oh my God, I could do this. I could do that. That's just a different level of thought. I know. Uh, other than Rather than, oh, there's one option. And I need this to earn the, this money yeah. to be stable, to be blah, blah, blah. This whereas... is the only option I have. Like, you know, like some people say, you know, say, oh, if you don't like your job, then do something. Well, what else would I do? Mm. Like, what do you mean? It's hard to get a new job. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, they put limits on, people put limits on themselves because they, but and I've, I don't want to play... I've done this job for 10 years. Mm. So, what or, or it's quite hard in the job market right now. <laughs> it's quite hard out there. Look on, okay, you know. You, you you know there's a recession mm, on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it's, it's so interesting. Bullshit. I, I was speaking to my friend, and she has sis, two sisters who are like, they're like constantly changing jobs, and they're just climbing Yo, down. Oh, sorry to interrupt <laughs> you, but I literally just got what Charlemagne was saying. What about was like saying? you know like he's saying stop putting Limits. stop stop you know like he says like black people are oh because I'm black because I've like, stopped saying that to yourself that doesn't mean anything you're limiting you're you're allowing them to put that that limitation and I'm like oh you're whatever Charlemagne but it is it is and you're just like no Charlemagne these yeah. chains are too hard <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get them rewelded because they're coming loose I know you're going to where's the locksmith <laughs> the welder <laughs> to, to reinforce these chains on my mind no Charlemagne no <laughs> you just don't understand you don't understand these chains yeah it's so true it's just the the, the growth it's growth mindset as opposed to closed mindset Bro. it is and then, and like, sorry, I literally just felt a chain just break away. I felt it. I Imagine felt the people that. who just think, look at a job as money, mm. and are just changing job every day. And then they're probably on, probably the same career career path as you, but they're on a completely different high pay scale to you because they're willing to just jump from job to job to job to job because they're just on this make money program, make money go up. I'll quit and go, and they're just looking for they're the not, opportunities. They're not like some people take 
their job becomes their identity. Yeah. Like, what do you do? But like, that's why I I, can't, I I feel really awkward sometimes in social situations. Like, how I like they go, hi, I'm Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Steve. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Me. <laughs> like, Hi, I'm Steve. What, what do you do for a living? That's the first fucking question mm. they ask. Why? Why is that the most important piece of information that I should know about you? Your job. Why? Mm. And the worst thing about that is that we don't gravitate to that because. Those are the people, our casual acquaintances. The people that we have, like, if you think about someone, you meet new people, you meet mm. new people, you're like, oh, okay, I could actually this person, I can see this person be my friend. Mm. It's the person that you have, you're at a party, a social situation, you have an interesting conversation with them mm. about something meaningful, even mm. something enjoyable to both of you. Mm. And the people that chat about their jobs, you're like, I don't care. It's superficial, that's mm. why. It's yeah. that surface layer bullshit, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so true, mm. so true, yeah. Sorry, I got carried away there. What were we so, saying? So, the people that are willing to, like, we're talking about job opportunities and people's mindsets and people oh, okay. willing to just jump, yeah. leave leave places because they don't care about, it's not necessarily about security for them, it's about getting paid more. Mm. And they're very happy to just jump, 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 jump. They're on, like, you can be, like, the, um, her sister, you were saying, she works with me and her sisters are, like, on the East k and they're, like, younger than her. Mm. But she's just looking for the security of a job. And they're just like, what are you talking about? They're on this thing. We're just climbing, climbing. We don't care. That's their <laughs> mindset. Thing, yeah. They're just my, their mindset. And I find that quite incredible for such mm. young kids, mm-hmm. basically. Like 24, but yeah. Kids. How yeah. old are you, mate? Right. <laughs> if you anything under 24, you're a kid. <laughs> no offence, but it's like, the uh, you know, the difference between 24-year-old and even the 30-year-old is, is fast. Mm. Let alone a 50-year-old. Mm. Yeah. Okay, is it my turn? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, motivation is a muscle that needs to be trained. Procrastination comes from the same field or same pool as motivation. motivation. Um, when you stumble, learn to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself, Michael. Mm. <laughs> forgive yourself, yeah. Be able to forgive yourself. Be like it's like we all say love ourselves, love ourselves, but... Oh, we we we're trying to eat well. I oh, I had a dessert. Then fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like you're kind of beating yourself up for it. Like surely part of loving yourself is to say, okay, I had a bad day. I've mm-hmm. I've, I've done great so far. Mm-hmm. I love myself. I just continue on. Oh, mm-hmm. piece of shit. Now you're gonna eat McDonald's tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're just gonna beat beat yourself out of it. They just like kind of like eat some more. Eat, you know, mm. and this or or you know or whatever reason, whatever thing you're trying to do and you skip on. Like, the most successful time when I was doing training well and eating well and whatever was, I was quite forgiveful myself. If I would stumble even three or four days, I'd be like, it's okay, because I feel good about myself. And I, you know, I love myself in that sense. So, learn how to forgive yourself and realize also motivation is a muscle. And it just it's something that needs to be trained. And, and chance if you procrastinate enough, that muscle is weak. And appreciate that it's weak. And you're, you're working towards strengthening it as, as doing it. So, don't beat yourself up. Just keep on going. Don't beat yourself up if you fail, you fall, or it's weakened and stuff like that. It's like, think of it like this. You're training and you get an injury because you're overexert yourself. So you need to make wait for it to heal and come back again. It's just it's mostly, mostly more about you coming back rather than you beating yourself up because of the mistake and then giving yourself creative license to continue more mistakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not, that's the thing. We have to stop thinking of a mistake as something bad. Mm. It's just a situation that is a chance to grow. Mm. You did something, it didn't work. Okay, well, what did I do wrong? Next time, I'm not going to do that again. And then you keep it moving. Keep it moving. You know? Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Absolutely. Agreed. There's nothing wrong with that. How how you can't expect to know everything. Mm. You know? Okay, my next one is... It's not always about me <laughs> is it not <laughs> I said always okay sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's always about me go on yeah you know sometimes like you're in a situation and maybe you know you want to say something but then your friend comes and they just seem really distraught mm. you just have to be a friend and put your shit to the side. 
and be like, I'm here to listen to you. <laughs> even though you don't really care, you know? I'm so heartless sometimes. I don't really care. I don't. <sighs> no, but sometimes I do, sometimes I do, but it depends on what it is. Like, no, no, I agree with you. Like, sometimes it's... <laughs> No, no, no. I agree with you the fact that it's sometimes it's really hard just to sit down. I know we maybe shows a bit of self-centeredness from our both of us. Um, it's just really hard to sit down and just listen to another conversation. Because I feel like when we have conversations about our problems and stuff, mm. there's always that discussion, like, kind of like, what do you think? Oh, there's that... For, and I, I'm trying to realise, people, some people don't actually know how to have conversations. Mm, that is a skill... It is. It's a skill that people don't actually but have. But do you see what we're doing? <laughs> we're well, blaming the other people. <laughs> <laughs> we're blaming it. No, we're being self-reflective for other people. Let's 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 clean our bullshit up. <laughs> you know, let's sand our edges. Let's sand our edges. Okay, we're being self-reflective <laughs> for other people. I feel like some people don't actually know how to have a conversation and it's not any fun. But maybe we're the ones that don't know how to have a conversation. You think maybe, maybe we are. Because why are we saying that somebody doesn't know how to have a conversation? Do you see what I mean? So what, is it us? We're not being able to... No, but if if I see, if if in someone in particular from our, you know, our organisation we were part of Mm. um, a while back had someone in charge that basically did not have the skills to hold a conversation, I think, personally. So oh, no, he had the skills to hold a conversation. It was just with himself. <laughs> you know? Ah, yeah. He could hold the conversation very well. Very well. Mm. Solid with himself, right? <laughs> to the point where sometimes he'd be on the phone and I'd be doing other things and then leave the phone somewhere, do something else, and then come back to the phone and he'd still be talking. Yeah. That's the worst one. But then in that instance, you can't say that we're the problem. How can you talk to someone and mm. not even expect a response from them? Mm. So you're just talking to them for talking sake. Yeah, That's you want not a conversation, is it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I know they say we should be mindful of you know, people and what they go through, but again we can't be the only ones listening to this advice they need to be mindful of themselves and mm. having to engage someone because it's very hard just for someone just to sit there and listen where you it's almost like I so like okay so we're supposed to sit there and we're supposed to listen we're not supposed to give advice because if we do we're being condescending and we're being judgmental. judgmental we're not supposed to get involved because we're not allowing them to speak or have their voice we're not supposed to say anything basically but we're just supposed to listen to this for Maybe that's the whole point. Because everything that you said was about you. Mm. You know? It's I'm not, not supposed about you. to do... It's not about you. Which is mm. what my whole point was, wasn't it? Mm. It's not about you. Maybe the whole point is for you to just sit down and listen and that's what we have a problem with. Because mm. I said I don't want to hear your rubbish because I don't want to hear it. Because mm. then, then again, I'm making it about me, am I not? Maybe it's not about you not wanting to hear it. It's about that person wanting to to talk. It, to it, for it to be about them. Mm-hmm. Not about you, but about them. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't it be about us? <laughs> <laughs> I have should... to get myself in there somehow. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't it be about us, though? No. Okay, maybe it doesn't have to be about like, us. Like, you then. just can't comprehend that you're not in it. No. Yeah, but it's... <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. It's, it's jarring to have to listen to someone for long periods of time and they have no desire for you to be engaged in this conversation and make it a two-way conversation anyway whatsoever. But hey, it's hard, it's hard but yeah, it's not about us. It's not about you. It's not about me. Mm. That's my list. That's all I could think of. Mm. You know. Oh, you, is that the last one on your list? That's the last one on my list. Okay, um, I've got two more actually on my list, so you just... Please feel free to interject when you want to. You know I will. Mm. <laughs> Don't expect any less. Marriage is built on a partnership, which is mutual, which is one of mutual respect and support. Love isn't enough. A partnership should inspire the two individuals to become a greater part of one whole. The, the ideas about marriage must be discussed and planned as part of the union. So again, 
we have it's to do with we ha- us having different ideas of what marriage should be and it being a partnership any sort of not necessarily marriage any sort of long term relationship needs to be a partnership and it needs to be those things of what we expect from each other need to be discussed it shouldn't be like he should know I'm unhappy she should know I'm unhappy it should be discussed and the other person should be able to accept those things the person says oh you what you said like you said your friend your friend you recently saw said something her, her boyfriend said something to her and what did he say to her? I don't know if it was what about it. loving? About I can't love you. Uh I can't love you the way you love me. You love me. Yeah. And even though it was a heartful thing to say, it's better for him to say that than him not to. Because a lot of the time, some men will not say that and just do some bullshit, and you won't have any closure. He did say it by text. <laughs> okay, he should have said it in person. <laughs> I was interject. He should say it in person, but mm-hmm. he needed to say yes. She needed to hear it. Mm. It's better that she hear it and have some babe to move to a point of closure rather than not know mm. and him just do some bullshit and walk away. Mm. But yeah. Anything to add to that? Nope. No, that's kind of self explanatory. And the last one, strive for balance in your life, in the things that you that you do and the life that you live. Be humble and never strive to not know more and question what you do know. So always strive to try and know more. Question what you do know. And always... So basically... Try and be more of a balanced person. In terms of logic and emotion. What we've been talking about before. Mm-hmm. I, I That really kind of resonates with me. And being... Acknowledging that you need to know more. Is being humble. Because obviously saying that you know everything. Is a problem. You know that I have and that you know people around me sometimes have and we all have to kind of acknowledge that we are learning and we can always learn more we can always know more so can i just ask when you said um what did you say you said something like people around me Mm. do you mean physically around you right now (laughs) (laughs) it's not about you (laughs) It's not about you, okay? Uh, I'm talking. I didn't want a response from you. I just wanted you to listen. Oh, uh, touche, touche. Yeah, it's not about you. Right, no, no, then. it's about me. It's just sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but wow. I, 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 as you know what, yeah, you always say this, and I do agree with you, where you see the reflection of the things you hate in people around you. Mm-hmm. Or th- not things you hate, things about you that you maybe you could change, or mm-hmm. you know, you know, as a thingy. And in my case, sometimes it's true, but sometimes I need like again, be the change you want to inspire. That's the all you can do is be the change you want to inspire. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be more balanced and acknowledge that you don't know everything, you have to be the person to do that. Mm-hmm. And people around you will gravitate to that, will mm-hmm. understand and be like, oh, okay, I can try that as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, have you got anything to add to that one? Um, I did, but I forgot. <laughs> okay, I think we're at just uh, at the 58 minute mark. So, I don't know, we could just say the quote, unless you have anything to add to any of those points. No, I like I, that. I just think it's nice figuring stuff out mm. as you go along and seeing the effects that it has on your life. It's very positive. Mm. Very, very positive. And I, I find that I've, my relationships are more meaningful. Mm. You know? From? People still piss me off, but <laughs> I'm getting there, you know? You're getting there. Yeah. Much better than before. You, we've come a long way. Mm, not that long, but I've moved. Oh, compared, compared to where, 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 I don't know, where you were, do you feel you've come a long way? I'm not really asking a question. No, actually. I don't think it's long. But I've moved. <laughs> moved. I've okay. moved. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, not at all. Long. I've got a lot of. Okay, so. Um, oh, here you go. If you've got anything to let us know about, or something you've reflections you'd have, please email us at casatimepodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. Or follow us on Twitter at casatime. Or Instagram, which I don't know. Insta, Insta. Mm, yeah, don't bother with that one. <laughs> Yeah, that I've got too much to do. Okay, so. cool. Do you want to read your quote of the week? My quote of the week is 
taking offence where none is offered should be a trigger for self-reflection. And that, I think, wraps up quite nicely. <laughs> it does very much, very much wraps up quite nicely. Okay. Yes. Anyway, see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.